whatever baggage you think you might have or issues, you need to air that out, not necessarily with the seller, but it needs to be removed. Whatever beliefs you have that are holding you back. If you come in with that attitude coming into a conversation, how will you ever get a discount believing that you can't get any money? Welcome to the Big Fat Real Estate Checks Podcast with Marco Kozlowski, where we help investors like you get the knowledge and skills you need to replace your J-O-B with passive cash flow for life. Hey everyone, welcome to Big Fat Real Estate Checks. My name is Marco Kozlowski, and I'm here with Gabriel Araisha right next to me, and uh, we have Frank that is cold and lone <laughs> up in Canada. Canada. Uh, actually, it's not cold. It's actually very warm today. Uh, what is that? Like uh, six. six degrees? Yeah, seven degrees? No, it's 19. Uh, I don't know what it is in Fahrenheit. 33? I don't know what 33 is. 33? That's, like, uh, that's like 80. Wow. That's, no, it's 80. You said in Fahrenheit. Not Fahrenheit. 33 Fahrenheit? That's, that's oh. cold. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I said, I don't know what in Fahrenheit. That's Celsius. In Fahrenheit, it's uh, 33? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's typical Frank. It's very good. good. Yeah. And Kelvin, what's it in Kelvin? Go, 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 quick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, as we're done nerding out here and confusing Frank completely, we have the pleasure of having Gabe with us today. And he's actually going to leave, I think, tomorrow. Unlike Frank, when he comes to visit, doesn't uh, doesn't leave for months. <laughs> Actually, we replicated. I, he's still in the house. This we've replicated a studio yeah, in the other room. room. Yeah, very good. <laughs> Comment on that because it's true. Yeah. <laughs> Everything we say, Frank, is true. Oh, Just remember goodness. that. Oh, that's so good. Totally lost my uh, choosy train of thought here. Games but uh, tomorrow, I linger. Yes. Yeah. No, I I love having Frank over. I really do. Yeah. Both of you. It's like uh, a smelly fart, Frank. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's better he than this. He lingers. Hey, he's man, why listen, I'm telling the truth, man. I'm airing out my yes. Are we gonna? Are we oh, actually are gonna shoot a podcast today? Or are we just gonna talk <laughs> about smelly farts? We're airing out. We're airing out his baggage yeah, right yes. now. Well, it's exactly the topic of today. Yeah. If you haven't listened to the uh, first ten episodes, number one, uh, please go uh, check it out. It explains as a base lending how we're able to get into assets without using any of our our own money, using skill sets instead of cash in order to acquire assets. Specifically in this uh, in this day and age in this economy, no matter actually what the economic cycle is, as it starts going down or up, it doesn't matter. Uh, we have a secret weapon called asset-based lending, and you have to learn how that works so you really understand the value of this podcast. And uh, today, we're also going to be discussing uh, something that we discussed the last couple podcasts, which is going to piggyback on that. And of course, if you absolutely love this content, please love it, share it, and uh, subscribe to this so you can really get as much value as possible from the content that we do put out. And we try to make it as quality as possible. That's why we uh, are inching towards 2,000 five-star reviews uh, in the about a year that we've been doing this. So we're very uh, proud of ourselves and proud of the content that we're delivering. And we want you to experience great results in your life. And that's why we're here. That's why we donate our time here to uh, to really make sure we give you extra value. So today we're going to uh, uh, springboard on what we did in the last session, which was white. We talked about ego and removing your ego. And now we're going to get into uh, whiteboarding, which is really a process to bring nothing of your own biases to the table when you're when you're having a conversation and also airing out your baggage uh, prior to whiteboarding. So we're, we're actually going to cover a lot of different topics and we kind of did this in the last one, but they're all interconnected. So it's really hard to have one focused topic 
without really bleeding into others. Like whiteboarding is important, but airing out your baggage is important, which we discussed a little bit on the last one, but I thought we would, um, actually, we, not just me, we all agreed that I think it would be a good uh, good idea to, to really bring this to the table. So baggage and how it weighs you down, but also how it can impede your ability to whiteboard properly. And also the counterparts baggage, the seller's baggage, or even the agent's baggage where the agent has had bad experiences or things in the past that are impeding your ability to really communicate wisely and efficiently with your counterpart. So um, let's talk about airing out your baggage because it's critical. A, B, C. Airing out baggage is critical. Gabe? Yeah, well, I could start, but I'd like to, I guess, take the agent's position just because it's going to be clear how it impacts you. And I think when it impacts you personally, it's going to be easier to understand and then we can reverse that. And if, if Frank wants to touch on the other side, he can. But so we've had a situation where, well, this happens a lot where a couple of students will be, you know, marketing and they end up marketing to the same agent or the same property. It doesn't even have to be the same time, but it'll be, you know, you know, one, one student will go into a negotiation, might actually get into a contract. And then eventually if that falls out of contract, it could be that another student you know, weeks, months later, ends up negotiating on the same property, same agent, and then gets into contract or not with that with that agent. So, so it's interesting because this just happened now when we were talking about airing out our baggage last week. And this agent that one of our students was working with, the agent had a bad experience with the student. The student promised to do X, Y, Z, uh, didn't end up doing it, got out of contract. Actually, it was a shit show at that point, And the agent was really, really frustrated. And just last week, and this happened, I want to say months ago, right? Like this happened maybe before the holidays. So what, the shit show? Or the, the shit show. The shit show before the, yeah. the, the other student got the deal or yeah. was working on the, the opportunity, right. I should say. Yeah, this is uh, a while ago. But this is well before the holidays. Yeah. yeah. And it's meaning Christmas, by the way, yes. not Thanksgiving or. Correct. Or, Sorry. Before Christmas, we're now in whatever we are. June, July, almost June, June. Neither. Well, I'm fast forward. May, actually. May. Yeah, last day of May. Last but day of May okay. is when we're shooting this. But the timeline is important because you'll see the impact that the agent has had. So now we have the student that's negotiating with the same agent. And the agent right away, first conversation, hey, I've worked with Canadians before. Or with a Canadian What does he got against Canadians? And, I want to talk to this well, agent. I yeah, want to talk to this I had, agent. I had, <laughs> Give what, to me. What's what the matter with you? What I find really interesting is that this student is not even Canadian. Right. So could it have been the process? Could it have been the, the, the approach? You know, it could have been his opener. Right? It, like, it, no, but he's not even with you guys too much. Maybe. I don't know. That's weird. That he yeah, maybe, maybe he's talking about me. which maybe. I Or you. Or me. Yeah. So but in any case, he's like, I, we, I worked with a Canadian group before and they did this, they did that, they did that, they did that. And this student is like, just entering into this negotiation, it's like, it's, it's as if, I think he felt like he missed about two months worth of action and just showed up in the middle of a conversation. This guy's just, you know, so this is what I mean by baggage is this agent brought his prior baggage with another situation, another deal. And it could have been with us, it could have been with someone else, it doesn't matter. And he, he approached the situation or this student who maybe has all this cash and is willing to buy this property and could have just turned them off by indirectly accusing him of not being able to get to the finish line because of a bad experience that they've had in the past. So now look at it as if you're that student coming into this situation and agent just bombards you with all that information and you're like, you or know, a seller or seller. What the fuck? But he didn't uh, do that. Know, the student didn't do that. He didn't even say he wasn't Canadian. 
I would have been insulted if, if, if I was American. Fair enough. Canadian. I was like, what are you talking about? I'm not Canadian. So there but, goes but, airing out his baggage, right? The student, which they didn't do. Right, but it, but that's not his baggage. The students, that's not his baggage. He, he came in actually, I think, with a clean slate, really, because he just followed a process, asked a couple questions, and then was confronted with all this harangue. baggage. Or, it was yeah, a harangue. Yeah, harangue. It, it was a harangue. Like one paragraph right. after the yeah. other after the other yeah. about what happened in the past and how, you know, just verbal diarrhea. Right. So it, it was like Frank, talking to Frank. He was traumatized. <laughs> Yeah, he was. He was traumatized. Well, that's it. He, he's got PTSD over this situation. I think he spent and his he's commission not... money. That's what happened. Mm, nah. uh, it could be what it is. Uh, Kids, you, we you had your head up for, for, <laughs> Frank, you had your uh, your head up in the air there while he was talking Fixing about something. Fixing his camera. No, no, no. I did. I know. I was. I was just. Or were you I, saluting? Were well, you saluting I was, us? I wasn't saluting. I was going to make a comment, which I did, but it, it was about the student. Now, to have an effective conversation, the student should have rebuttal or said something to that comment saying hey man let's say whatever you have in the past that's not me i'm not even canadian so they should have called it out like you got to call out the agent or you got to call out the the seller when they say something that's that's not you have to air out the baggage exactly you have to air out the baggage is critical right abc it's absolutely critical that you air back when they have baggage or when you have baggage whatever baggage you think you might have or issues you need to air that out not necessarily with the seller but it needs to be removed whatever beliefs you have that are holding you back if you come in with that attitude coming into a conversation how will you ever get a discount believing that you can't get any money how will you come with the confidence that you can actually negotiate if you know in your heart that you're not going to be able to get mm -hmm. financed if you absolutely are convinced you're going to get financed which is going to be the case if you get the right discount it's like chicken and egg right so it's yeah no uh, no well, well you're you're saying it from an agent perspective from a student perspective what i've seen often is the student is not being very transparent with the agent or the seller and they're basically fluffing them and moving along this conversation for months weeks whatever it is and they got to be really clear in in their communication saying hey i'm not a retail buyer i'm not buying retail this is how we can get deploy the money this is how we can write a check and they're not doing that so so forgive me so what you're saying is uh, the baggage as a buyer is that we're not paying retail that's our baggage correct yes right? <clears throat> yeah so it's clarity of conversation baggage past experiences being upfront biases biases yeah here are the skeletons in your what are the skeletons in this property's closet right what are yeah. the, what's the problem yeah we, how can we f yeah even, the sooner we can get to that the sooner we can actually get to an impact all right and that's that's gonna happen <laughs> a lot with properties that have been on the market for a while so we want to know like you know why hasn't this sold yet you know what happened why, what happened like what's how know, is should, this should concerned the yes. curiosity but we always we always, we have a lot of baggage we have you know a whole section on on our baggage you know come and see the property first <laughs> well we do we, we do come and see yeah. the property first well we we wrap it in stories so they can comprehend it mm -hmm. better we wrap it in stories why we don't come and see the property first before we have anything on the contract make an offer make a backup offer we have baggage you just got to be clear about it why we're not doing it we just like to wrap it into a story right but if they say well we you need to see the property first before we actually put a contract that's bringing bag because we've had people tied up before and once they saw it they split yeah. right so that's baggage so they're actually bringing out their baggage but we we have to deal with that baggage right as away. soon as yes exactly yeah. conquer it the second it comes to the table so it's it's like a like a mosquito that hits your your arm you have to smack it right away before it stings you I'm too slow on that reflection. <laughs>
But no, you're, but you're absolutely right. When someone says, come and see the property Wait, 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 first stop. Are you too, wait, 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 stop. You're too slow in the reflection? Reflex. Okay, okay, because I'm like, reflex. if the mosquitoes are looking in your reflection, there's a whole other problem. He's hitting the wrong arm. Gabe, I can't hear you if you're standing that way, buddy. Sorry, I was just going to say, it's like you're looking in the mirror. Yeah, we're going to edit that out. arm. That's what happened. Yeah, well, that's true too, yes. I don't live in Actually, I would leave that in. I don't have no mirrors outside, but. All good. Yeah. But I forgot my train of thought. What was I going to say? Yeah, so when they come and see the property first, you can be the skeptical buyer and say, well, what's wrong with it, right? Why are people, why do I come see it? That's interesting because when they say that, they say it from their point of view and they don't really take you into account. So if we, if we go back to that agent who was upset with a Canadian before and brought that up, that's, you know, your rebuttal could be as simple as well. I've had a shitty experience working with divorced agents. So, you know, we don't like doing that. So his answer could be, well, I'm not divorced. Well, exactly. I'm not Canadian. So why are you telling me this? You have to counter with a level of understanding for them that they can see it from your point of view as well, because that's all it is. Just to eliminate our ego from that conversation, mm -hmm. it would be, you know, what does that have to do with me? All right. How is your experience impacting our capital or the capital, right? So very, very small question when their biases are there, how does this whole context have anything to do with me? And again, it, the how and the what question, which is what I think our next podcast in, is having the right questions to whiteboard with, because the context is whiteboarding and it's and to come in with no biases. But if there is something that is going to be a problem, our bias actually is, is that we don't want to waste this agent's or seller's time if this is going to be retail. Correct. Or if it is going to be retail, there's got to be a tremendous upside. Or if it is going to be retail, it's going to be all debt, right? Yeah. Where we can just take over the debt with an upside. So there's a lot of instances where we can pay retail, but we have to get there, right? But, but it's also, I think, we're asking those questions and seeing the reaction. You also are able to know whether or not you want to deal with that type of human in your negotiation because there's nothing wrong with walking away from something that is going to end up being a waste of time that you can call out right away and again in, in this instance you know it wasn't only the message it was how they wanted the transaction to be accomplished from the get-go saying this is how it's going to go down you know it's not going to happen any other way or whatnot and again this is about them 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 which if they were using how does that impact you and putting themselves in our shoes to get something done then that would have been different and so if if both parties have to be able to to work on the same wavelength. And right now you're on a, just a different, even different tonality level, if frequency, anything, right? Yeah, different yeah, because yeah. they're, yeah. One's coming from a place of anger and the other one's coming from a place of inquiry. So I'm just saying that you can do all this, but most of it is not necessarily just to get into a potential transaction or deal or whatever it is that you're doing, but it could also be just a sign of maybe it's time to just walk away and go to the next opportunity because it's gonna save everybody time, effort, and energy. Right. Or if a seller says, I need $5,000 up front. Remember, Frank, that, that hotel where non-refundable $5,000 is necessary or you guys can fuck off. And our answer was, I guess we're fucking off. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So these are all biases, again, that are that have to be aired out quickly. Yeah. Or, you know, we insist that you the seller sees the property beforehand. And if that's really the, the conversation and how we answer that is not through ego. I know we have story. Frank is completely right when we say we wrap that around in story. But our story also has to be permeated within their universe and not ours, mm -hmm. which is a nuance that we'll get to in, in future podcast. But anything that is relevant to or that we discover through quality questions, right, will allow us to air out that baggage or our baggage, our model, our stories, 
wrapped in a way that they understand it, right? And I say, listen, just because you had a bad experience with a woman doesn't mean you're going to men now, right? Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean that all women are bad. It means the women that you were, that you picked were bad. Same thing with buyers or anything else. One does not equal to many. You know, it's like you have an experience with one Italian doesn't mean that all Italians are bad. But it's not just about bad experiences, about things or, or issues that are going to be relevant to the to your transaction. And let's take a really totally different example here, because I just want to make sure that this is clear. So, say you're going on a, you know, I don't know that you're 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 in your mid thirties and you, you know, you have three kids. You have three kids. You've been divorced, three children, and now you're going on this first date with someone. You going into that date your baggage is what you've done in your life and you want to share that because you have three children that you love and want to take care of and if this person is not okay with you having children you need to have that set out in stone right off the bat because you know if they find out 10 15 20 dates or months later and you find out that they want nothing to do with kids or they just hate children that's a waste of time for both of you so that's what we mean by airing out the baggage and, and baggage could be a good thing for you it could be just a bad thing for them or vice versa so making sure that that's clear and put yourself in their shoes if if you know if they have baggage to air out and you're on this date and you want to know certain things i don't know they have something to hide you want to find out later you want to know whether this is a waste of time or not well, that's, what the, the day, that's, what, yeah. that's what the agent did he was airing out yeah. his baggage he had a bad experience Correct. with a canadian out there him but he's that. making the student pay for his for for that baggage. But, but that's where the, student, the baggage should have been yes. different. That, well, no, no, the, the baggage could have been the same. You can't it's tell about, what it's actually about both. Exactly, right. the student didn't now come back and say, "Hey, what does that got to do with me being a Canadian?" You know, sorry, you went through that. This is what I'm looking for. This is what I'm willing to do. Whatever. So that's where the air should have been cleared. But mm. the agent coming out with claws and saying, "I'm not dealing with Canadians," or "I had a bad experience with," that's actually healthy in the conversation. I think he was setting the tone. From the beginning, but now it was the student's obligation or a student's, not obligation, but it was a student's opportunity. Responsibility. At that point, responsibility or opportunity, whatever, to now address what he just said. And let's just air all this shit out. Let, you know, what you had in the past that I'm sorry about that, whatever, but this is where I'm coming from. So the student airs out the air baggage. Listen, I'm not here to buy retail. If you're looking for retail or above retail, what's going on now in the market, I'm not your buyer. Right? Can you tell me a little bit more, and then you can peel the onion and you know find out if there's that takeover and things like that. That comes down to skill set, though, Frank. Right? So if someone has no skill sets and don't doesn't understand that that was an opportunity, they're not going to take it. No, no, exactly. Right? Yes. That, that's true. Right? It's like there, there's ten tax liens on this thing. That's an opportunity. Uh, most people see that as a problem. They run away. Yeah. Right. So the higher skill sets you have, the more you see problems as opportunities. And the baggage that's being aired out, even our own baggage that's being aired out, is opportunity for the agent to get to a, an impasse quicker, right? Or to get to a solution quicker. And it's only those that really understand how to communicate and know the rules of engagement in that communication process will really uh, reap the fruits a lot faster. Uh, you were telling me in the car about in soccer where someone had, you know, you, you were playing soccer and then someone actually insulted you or, you know, in Portuguese said something. Yeah. And which was airing out their baggage, right? So wanna tell me about that experience real quick. You know Portuguese? Because yeah, I think it's relevant you to know this. Portuguese? He knows everything. Uh, there's a lot of words that you use in many lingual languages that have a Latin root to yes, it okay. that you like, I, I understand fuck, in French. Fuck, 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 yeah, yes. I, 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 so, 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 <laughs> it's, it's soccer, right? 
<laughs> yeah, see, everybody understands that, I think. I don't know. But, yeah, so I was on the soccer field. You know, there was contact, obviously. And, and then this guy, I guess, wasn't used to it. You know, just got up and started yelling these atrocities as me and, and calling me names and all that. This, you know, obviously, I've never met this guy before. First game I play against him. I mean, like I said, I just moved to Florida. It was my first game on the field. Don't know anyone. And he started losing it. I'm like, and I came from a place of love at that point. I'm like, listen, man, I will, if if this helps you move forward, calling me all these names, I'm really glad to be part of this opportunity to help you grow. So, you know, thank you. Did he tell you off even chance. more after that comment? So, so actually, no, I think oh. he was, he was more shocked that the referee was looking at me like you know what the fuck just went on <laughs> and and the player just turned around and shut his mouth and i guess his other players came and kind of just told him to relax and and actually at the end of the game he came to me and apologized and just you know hey man it was in the heat of the moment i go listen i get it man been there done that you know did he do that because i, he I won? get it did they win no he tied oh all right yeah. which is like a win apparently to some well, people you, you yeah. Point. yeah to the people yeah. that are not used to winning it's a win yes. yeah yeah but there's a moral there is that he aired at his baggage yeah really right he had to say something to say right and you thanked him for it yeah. and it was confusing and it actually turned into your favor where he was drawn to you yeah. to come to you right you didn't come to he went to you so he created that vacuum so if you're more advanced you'll understand exactly what i'm talking about there if you're listening to this for the first time you're like marco's fucking crazy but it's part of the process of how to pull people towards you mm -hmm. in order to attract deals and to not have to work so hard. And, you know, when you're a kid or you, you run everywhere and as we get older, we get more wise and things come to us, right? So we're more energy efficient. And to and, be clear, it, you know, maybe five years ago, you would have beaten the shit out of this guy. Well, I, oh, no, I would have been just waited for another. I would have waited for another opportunity where he had the ball, and I would have went in hard at him. Right? Like it's you know maybe get a yellow card, but make it worth it. Uh, th that's the difference. But this is what experience you gives you. You, you, you know when you, you practice this. I'm not going to do anything. You do that now. Five years ago. If you do that now, if you do that now, your wife's not going to make you play football. I mean, soccer no more. Ask your son what he would have done in the situation. I know what happens, and and it's it's yeah because they're yeah they're they're. It's so so, but no. But the, the point is just that it's the skill set that was learned, right? It was something that it wasn't innate. It's something that had to be developed. And I've grown through the process as well, just like you know you have. And it's normal not to be there necessarily at this point in time. But it's if you work on these skills and you apply them in in every facet of your life, eventually they'll become second nature. This is the first thing that came to my mind. You know, normally the first thing, let's like I said, five years ago would have been, well, I take his number down and then next time could even be next game. It doesn't have to be now, the element of surprise, right? But in this case, the first thing that came on my mind was to thank him and just, you know, draw him in. So that's evolution. That's all it is. I'm proud right. of you. It's uh, elevating your game. I was no I was I thought it was, it was a great story and relevant. It, it, it's, yep. And he wasn't expecting and he's like, shit, where do I go from here? You've completely disarmed the situation. Well, you had a great example before we, we got on the podcast, right? Uh, you had a great example before we started oh, with the Dan podcast. And, and the eight mile yeah. and the nine mile movie where, yeah. yeah. where, where uh, Frank Frank already saw the sequel. <laughs> None of us have <laughs> saw it. Well, there's eight mile, nine mile, <laughs> nine and a half mile. It's coming. Yeah, but and yeah. Then, you know, 50 cent is now yeah. look like a dollar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. something like that. Yeah. Inflation <laughs> hits everyone. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if you watch that movie, uh, he, he was losing the battle when he was doing his rap uh, gigs in, in, in the bars. So what he decided to do is air out his own baggage so the other guy didn't have anything to come back with so it that's where he basically you know moved forward and that's where he got recognized uh from from doing that movie he's like you know what let me just air it out so they can't come back to me poking me and you know like you guys poking insulted me himself time. basically yeah, yeah. Well, i'm gonna start insulting myself now well y y if you s and yeah 
even with people that uh, knew me, uh, when I start, I've been in this uh, education business for a very long time. And when you first get into something, you don't know what you're doing. And I made a lot of mistakes at first. And whenever I have someone that's, you know, hey, I heard that, you know, you guys don't deliver a lot of content or, you know, don't, don't deliver, um, uh, you know, to your customers. Um, I'm like, yeah, I did that in the past for sure because I had too many customers and I didn't know how to handle it and I have process in place. And now I have process in place and I'm maniacal about A, giving content, which you can tell on the podcast. We have, you know, almost 150 episodes, uh, five-star reviews, tons and tons and tons of them, which means that we're A, delivering uh, and B, you know, scour the internet and find anyone that says we don't deliver any uh, on, on our content. You won't find a single thing. So, <clears throat> and that's the point is, uh, and I say that upfront, if I'm meeting someone new that that has been in the business or possibly have heard anything, I'm going to air out all the skeletons in my closet um, immediately. And as even in a job interview, uh, or if someone comes to me and says, hey, this has happened to me in the past. I, I remember we, uh, the person that was in prison or something, and I would use that as a badge of honor. Right? I remember, I think you were in, in, the, in the house, Frank, when, when I was saying this, is if I was just, if oh, yes, someone was yes, having a problem yes. with, you know, because they had been gone to, gone to prison. And I would, I would lead with that. I would say, listen, I, was, I just got out of prison. Uh, I was there for 10 years. And, uh, you know, everyone in prison is innocent. Maybe I was, maybe I wasn't, but I will tell you that it changed me. This is, you know, something that I'm that I'm committed to really giving value. And just so you know, if this is, if you want someone that is going to be completely loyal, bust their ass, and prove to you that I'm going to add a lot of value to your your organization, then I'll be a good choice. And if that is not, if you're, if that bias is something that's going to stay with you and it's not going to be good, I'll just walk away. It's fine. You don't have to hire me. And by doing that, immediately. I believe that I would get hired if I started with that. Yeah. Even if I didn't have a, pr a criminal record, I almost want to try sure. doing that, trying to get a, a job. Because I think if you lead with the worst thing that's there and tell people, and if you know if that is going to be something that's going to stop us from doing business, I'm just going to go. Sure. They you know, can't say, aha. Well, it comes down to integrity, too. They can't no, say, aha, to, to you, right? Sorry. Okay. Right. Yeah, I was just going to say, it comes down to in integrity, too, because I think when someone airs out something that, because that's personal, a lot of it is people are really ashamed of it, and, and that, that's fair, but if they're able to lead with that, I think it shows, at least from a first impression perspective, strength. it shows it shows strength, it shows that you're comfortable with your situation, that you've accepted, you know, what you've gone through, and that it, it's something you can't change, and that you're re ready to move forward, so 100%, it's... I, I, yeah. I think it would be worth a try. By the way, that was at your, that was during Success Reflex when I was at staying at your house week three, maybe four. I think it was week six. Something yeah. like that, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah coming out and, and just doing that is very impactful because they can't come back at you with anything. Like, shit, they're going to say, damn. All right. This guy. Right. Well, well, and then you use it as a strength saying, listen, I can handle Jerry from accounting if I can ha handle Bubba in the shower, you right. know? So it's, it's. Well, we don't know if you've handled them. You haven't aired that out. Right, yet, but. right. But, I'll, but, <laughs> yeah. but listen, without, you know, being weird about it, it's, you can use those, the struggles that you've gone through as the baggage that you need to put on the table that will actually add value to the conversation. You don't have to hide from the, the the baggage. The baggage can actually, even a negative baggage or something that you've gone through that's bad. Struggle. All of you know the shit that I go through on a daily basis. I share with you a lot of the things that happen that really are, that harm, right? Mm -hmm. I don't just talk about the good stuff. I talk a lot about the bad stuff. Even on this podcast, we talk about a lot of things like me going to jail. Just a lot of shit that, that's happened and continuously happens because that's life, right? And I think there's more strength in that than there is in trying to hide from the skeletons and then how to to frank's point before to circle back on this is that it's an opportunity if you do this correctly 
you really will get to where the finish line a lot faster if both are just honest in the conversation, not necessarily showing all the cards, right? And spilling the beans, if you will, mm-hmm. right? Saying everything that needs to be said. It's just understanding each other's universe and each other's world and where they're coming from is going to be very, very valuable. It's like when you, you know, when you meet someone for the first time, let's say you were, you know, we talked to a lot of investors. I remember at the, at the beginning where I was starting to get out of my funk of, of all the mistakes I've made. I used to actually lead with that, telling them that, hey, man, I, I did real estate. I messed up big time. I did this, this. Here's what I did to rectify the situation. And now I'm, I'm on a cleaner track of achieving success because I have the right teachers, the right mentors in my life. And I've recognized the mistakes I've made. And here's what the mistakes were. And this is what I've learned from them because I had nothing at that time. Like the first deal you're going to make after you've basically fucked up all your life in real estate, this was... I had no baggage there. That, right? No, there's no baggage what there. I completely <laughs> fucked up my life and got out of drugs and alcohol. And real estate specifically. <laughs> but <laughs> essentially that, but that was, and I used to get that a lot where, you know, I appreciate you sharing that with me. It's not easy to share that. So thank you. And and I can see that there was something there that, and, and automatically they had a little bit more, one, respect, because you're able to deal with, with, with failure, which a lot of people are, are running away from because of the way the educational system is made where failure is wrong. I have embraced my failures. I've learned from them. And I've, I'm making I'm making or taking the right steps in order to change that fate in the future. That's what made them comfortable in that situation. It doesn't mean we did a deal or that we, you know, that they invested, but it does mean that there's there's an innate respect there. And trust. Where, where, and trust. And where they've, they've elevated me to be able to talk to them at the same level versus looking at me as, you know, someone that's lower. Yeah. So well, that, listen, that your was, scars and yeah. your failures are strengths now and you communicating that up front, you're basically a sensei, which is, you know, if you're mm-hmm. in karate, a sensei is someone that's been there. You've been there. It was ugly yeah. and you you pivot and now you're looking to improve your life and and someone else along your journey as well. So that's 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 noble and that's honest and and that's being very transparent and effective communication. Say this I fucked up in real estate. I wasn't, you know, everything I touched, I, it wasn't, uh, I wasn't successful in everything. I learned, I, I scraped my, you know. Had the opposite of the Midas touch. <laughs> the Midas touch, yeah. But yeah. Midas, yeah. It's almost being humble to some degree. Being humble, saying, yeah, I had my failures. I had my, you know, I scraped my knee many times or whatever, but I pivot from that. I lost, you know, like Marco would say, I lost all my money. I was drinking, whatever. I went to prison, met Bubba. But yeah, it's. Uh, I haven't been to prison yet. Yeah. Uh, nor do I want to, nor will I I plan on doing that. But yeah, it's airing out the baggage, really. Airing out your baggage, I think, is critical, which is really the whole point of this. And if you do that, you're coming from a place of humility. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think you nailed it, Frank, on that. Your your reflection on that was perfect. It's the the, the humility is is what's going to... Well, you're coming from a place of emptiness, right? Kids are are humble, too, in a way, right? Where they're just all curious. Their ego isn't involved, right? It's just complete curiosity. What's happening here? How come this has happened? Are we there yet? What's happening? Like all these questions, it has nothing to do with their necessarily preconceived ideas yet, right? And the younger they are, the more open they are generally. Correct. And the more, because you're coming from a place of humility in in, in some way, which makes you a better effective communicator and learner Mm -hmm. to whiteboard, to put things onto, to understand their story, understand their universe. And yeah, so... Look, I think we've been at this for, it seems like an hour now. Mm-hmm. So I think we got to, we got to wrap this up, but I think, and I hope as a listener, A, you had fun here and B, you learned something in all the different directions that we took, but bad things can actually be good if you understand 
how to leverage it and come from a place again of humility and love and not from a place of poor me, woe is me, be playing a victim. These conversations were all done in, from a place of, of neutrality, not a place of, I need you to feel sorry for me, right? This is all about them and how the, our past experience can add value to them and how the lessons learned will add value to them, right? So we've seen this in the past and we're delighted to help you in this. This is not going to be a problem, right? Because of X, Y, and Z. So, so I want to make sure that as a listener, you're not saying, well, now I have permission to just whine and complain because no one wants that. Everything that we're discussing is, is wrapped into the wrapper of adding value to your counterpart and not scaring the shit out of your counterpart. It's coming from a place of strength and love, not from a place of, please take care of me. I'm a victim. You, you, you owe me, mm -hmm. right? We're not coming from a place of, um, needy. I take things for granted, yeah. Right. right? Yeah. I'm not being needy. Shit. I don't th even think we have a podcast on that, but no. we need to. Thank you, Frank. We, we want to add we that. We need to. I'm getting yeah. a lot of brownie points on this podcast. I'm going to save this yeah. episode. Uh... I'm fluffing your nuts, Frank. I'm fluffing your nuts. All right. Uh, so, at least go reflect on that. Just go reflect on that. I got to reflect yes. on that. That I can't reflect <laughs> on. <laughs> all right. So as we're all uh, checking our reflection, uh, we're going to end it here. And Frank, thank you so much for uh, for your input and Gabe as well, of course. As a listener, I highly recommend that you listen to this again because I think I need to just to listen to. There's a really a lot of nuggets in here, honestly, yeah. of really neat things. And just take one or two of these ideas and implement them as quickly as possible uh, today with your anyone that you communicate with, uh, loved one, someone you don't like, children, uh, children whatever. Don't always love the children, but yeah, I understand. That's how Seymour died. The, uh, anything that you can practice, your boss, your counterpart, whatever, someone that, you know, at the drive through window, there's going to be a way to practice some of these things today. And I highly recommend that you do. And of course, if, if you do give us feedback, send us an email, marco at marcokeslowski.com would be great. Love to get your feedback. Always do. Please like it, love it, share it as well. Subscribe and really love to hear your five-star review. If this is something that you want to give, if you don't, no big deal. We understand, but we'd absolutely love to have this content and message delivered as globally as possible, because I think more people need to understand how to communicate, how to not hide from their, their past and be open with it. And I think you'll get a lot more respect as you did and a lot more trust and uh, the world will be just a lot better. So Frank, appreciate you very much, Gabe as well. And uh, we'll see you on the next podcast. Thanks guys. Have a great day. Bye for now. Ciao, ciao. If you like this episode of Big Fat Real Estate Checks, then show some love by leaving a comment and a good rating. Also, as a thank you for tuning in today, we've got a special free gift. The journey to passive cash flow for life starts by finding deals, and it's easier than you think. Simply go to GetDealsByTuesday.com, enter your email address, and we'll send you a free quick start course called Deals by Tuesday. Even if it's 11 p.m. Monday night, this course will show you how to find discounted real estate deals by Tuesday. It's that fast and simple. Go to GetDealsByTuesday.com and start your journey toward life-changing cash flow today. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next episode. Mm -hmm.